0: Welcome to the Eddie Hyde podcast. I'm your host and teacher Eddie Hyde. So glad you've joined me today where we are going to be continuing sharing some very personal things from uh, our life and marriage and ministry together that Sue and I we have been married 47 years. This week actually on Wednesday, May 17th will be our uh 47th, make like 47 years that we have been married. And um so through the years, God has spoken to us words that have that has given us guidance that has shaped our lives. Very important words. We call them Rama words. Some people today might call them prophetic words, but but God spoke to us, and uh, it, it was words that were very pertinent to us. I think it's important uh, to restate something I said yesterday about the two words in the New Testament uh that are both translated by the English word word in our New Testament. In other words, there's two Greek words, Logos and Rhema, and our and in our English Bibles they're both translated as word, but there is some subtle differences. For example, and this is generally speaking, sometimes they they seem to be almost, in some ways where they're used, they seem to be almost the same. But then there are other very distinct differences where generally the word logos refers to an entire message. Uh, We could say that the logos would refer to the entire Bible. But a rhema is a more specific word that is spoken for a specific time and a specific occasion. I remember how Jesus used the word Rhema when he responded to Satan uh, in the wilderness, and uh, Satan came to him and said, If you're the Son of God, uh, command these stones to be made bread. And Jesus said uh, get away from me, Satan, for it is written you, uh, you man shall not live by bread alone, but by every rema.'" that proceeds from the mouth of God. And I can tell you these rhema words, yes, we're to live by all the scriptures, but when the Holy Spirit comes and he causes a a specific verse, a specific scripture or a specific truth to come alive in our lives, that word, that rhema becomes a word that we live by. And the one I shared yesterday was seek the Lord and live from Amos chapter five and verses four through six. Well, four through six. Wow, how that has shaped and guided our lives. Seek me and live, and has protected us from going off and seeking and chasing after a cause or chasing after something. It may be a good cause, but sometimes a a a good thing is not the best thing, and sometimes a good cause can take us away from our divine destiny and purpose. That's why we must always seek the Lord and let everything we do flow out of our relationship with him as we seek him. Now, what I want to talk to you about today is something God spoke to us uh, in the very early days of our ministry. And the first time he spoke it to me and he said, use what you've got and I will multiply. Now, many years later, he spoke the same thing to Sue, but in a different expression, and we'll try to deal with both of them. Maybe that we'll have to flow over into tomorrow with this, but he spoke to Sue and said, steward the blessing, and I will bring the increase. Now, steward means to, to look after, to to care for, uh, to manage and, and and look after. Steward the Steward the blessing, and I will bring the increase. Well, what God spoke to me was, use what you've got, and I will multiply it. And the situation in when he spoke that to me was, and again, this is probably uh, the first year, maybe into the second year of our marriage, and um, we have uh, purchased, and we're living in New Brunswick, Canada, Sue's home province in Eastern Canada. Hey, I'm a Texan, in case you don't know. And uh, I'm a native of, of North Northeast Texas. Uh, grew up in Chicota, Texas, uh, which is not too far from Paris. Actually, my my family, uh, I started school in California back in the 1950s, and uh, but then my my parents moved back to Oklahoma and Texas, where they were originally from, and I attended schools in in uh, Oklahoma and in Texas. Graduated in Chicota, Texas. Um, on the Texas Oklahoma border, a little town out north of Paris, Texas. So, but anyway, so this was this was in Canada, and uh, in the maybe maybe the second year of our marriage, and uh, we knew that God had called us to start a church. And I told you last week about how we had our first meeting in the YMCA, and at this time we lived way out in the country, seventeen miles out in the country. And a small mobile home, I still remember the dimensions, 48 by 12, 48 by 12. And it was in a pasture a third of a mile off the country road. You couldn't see it from the country road. Now, it was a nice spot. Uh, some people that Sue had known uh, before she went off to Bible school had on 50 acres out in the country and they had a house there and it was on a nice lake. And so they allowed us to set up our mobile home there on that lake. So it was, it was, it was a very nice situation, but we were very isolated uh, from people 17 miles in the country. So I'm looking around in town, I'm looking for a big building. that will seat hundreds of people <laughs> and uh, uh, not having a lot of success. And then one day I hear the Lord say to me, Use what you've got, and I will multiply. And all of a sudden, my mind is flooded with scriptures and situations in in the Bible where people used what they had. When David went out to defeat Goliath, he used what he had. What did he have? He had a slingshot. In the natural, it didn't look like much up against this massive, giant warrior who was clothed with armor. On a massive spear and sword, and even an armor bearer going before him. But he used what he had. My friends, when you use what you've got in the name of the Lord and in faith, God can do incredible things with, with, with a little bit, with small things, with, with a little, God can do incredible things. And then I, I was reminded of the the woman in the Old Testament Uh, whose husband had died and left her in debt and her creditors were threatening to take her sons and enslave them as payment for the debt she owed. And she, she called on Elisha, the prophet of God, for help. The first thing he asked her was, what do you have? What do you have in the house? In other words, we'll start with what you have. She said, I don't have much. I have this little, little bottle of oil. This is all I've got. And he said to her, he said, you go out and you borrow all of the vessels, all of the the bowls, the containers, the tubs, the cans, borrow everything you can and bring it into this house. And so she brought in all these empty vessels and he told her, said, now you close the door and you begin to pour. And she began to pour and she poured out one in and God poured in the other end. She used what she had. And and, and and it began to multiply. Wow. But she filled up everything, every vessel she had. She filled it up. And the Bible says that when she stopped pouring because she didn't have any more empty vessels, the oil stopped flowing. And then Elisha said, go sell this oil and pay off your debts. <laughs> she used what she had. And then I, I remember the Uh, When Jesus was in the wilderness and there was a a great multitude, 5,000 men besides women and children, so probably 15, 20,000 people, and they hadn't had anything to eat for three days. And so Jesus instructed disciples that they they shouldn't send them away uh, without feeding them. And they said, well, how are we going to feed people out here in this wilderness? And Jesus said, go and see what we have. In other words, we'll start with what we have. Always remember, my friends, God starts where you are with what you have. And uh, So they came back and said all we could come up with was one little boy's lunch, five loaves and two fishes. Now, no, don't think of this as like a loaf of bread that you pick up in the grocery store. This is more, more like a, a little roll, like a biscuit. and uh, and And two small fish, they were probably like sardines because there was a popular fish there in Galilee and uh that, that were that was a small fish, and they sold it in the markets there along the shores of the Sea of Galilee, and they salted it down, and there were small fish like like sardines. So you could say he had five biscuits and two sardines. So they came back, they said, This is all we got, this is all we could come up with. And Jesus' attitude was, Hey, w- great, we'll use it. And so he took it and he lifted up his eyes to heaven. And he gave thanks for it. My friends, be thankful for what you have. It may not look like much. Be thankful for what you have and use what you have and God will multiply it. Well, I realized that God was speaking. So I took an inventory and I said, what do we have? God, we don't have too much. We got a little 48 by 12 mobile home. 17 miles out in the country. So, okay, Lord, we'll use it. So, yeah, we had a meeting there in the Um, starting out there in the uh, YMCA in St. John, New Brunswick. But then we moved it to our little mobile home out in the country using what we heard. And God did multiply. Many people came to the Lord. Many lives were blessed during our eight years there in St. John, New Brunswick. Some of them have gone on to be with the Lord. Some of them are still close friends today and partners in our ministry. But but that was an important word that God gave us. Use what you've got, and I'll multiply it. Steward the blessing. Look after what I've already given you, and I will bring the increase. What an incredible frame of word those have been to guide us and to encourage us. And I know they're going to be encouraging to you today. Well, I'm Eddie Hyatt. This is the Eddie Hyatt podcast. Uh, check out my website at eddiehyatt.com if you'd like to connect with Sue. Uh, check her out on Facebook. She has the God's Word to Women group. Over five thousand people in that group. She considers it her classroom. Um, you can um, you 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 can make personal contact there with her if you want, or you can also make personal contact with her or me. On our website, edithyatt.com, there's contact information there and a lot of resources. That'll be a blessing to you, and I'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow.